This episode was made possible by Good Times Pilates, who are all about inclusive, feel-good movement for everybody. Such a big moon to get flexy and toned without an instructor who looks at you like you're a potato in leggings, right? And while they've got their Fitzroy space in Melbourne, they've also got online classes now, which is such a vibe. Like you can just do Pilates at home in your knickers and a sarong. I've been doing that heaps, maybe not the sarong, just in my knickers. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a sarong fan like you, Ash. But I always think about it like this. I'm totally saving water because I'm not washing 400 different crop tops all week. Anyway, you can check them out via goodtimespilates.com com.au or through the link that's in our episode notes. This is Jeans and a Nice Top, a crash course in modern dating with Ash and Mel. Hi, Mel. Hey, Ash. What's happening? Well, just back to work, summer's over, and it's the new year. I'm not back to work, which is the best thing ever, but... Yes, you've got a little extended holiday, but yes, the rest of us are back. Yes, I feel like the mass exodus, so I'm up the coast, and the mass exodus is real. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm usually part of the mass exodus, but now I'm not, and I was just telling you, obviously, before this about how I went to the beach and in Byron and it was just like empty. Parks. Yeah, there were parks. You could park within 50 metres of the beach. What is that? Normally I'm parking up on that weird, this is Watergoes Beach, by the way, in Byron, but normally you're parking like up. You know, when you go up that windy road and you park on some sort of chaotic corner that's like kind of not really a park, but, you know, you just go with it and... Run down the yeah. hill. Yeah, right, and just hope that you don't get like hit by a car on the way you know just hope (laughs) I do yeah but it's it is crazy but yes I'm I've got another week off work so I was like fuck it I'm just gonna Australia baby road trip (laughs) what do me and you whenever there is time off all we do it's like it's just places no one else would want to go to like most people go to like a beach town and obviously I'm in a beach town right now, but I'm going inland. I'm going to the outback. Um, why are we so Once obsessed again, with it? I don't know. Who knows? It's great. But now is tis the season with all the lockdowns and the border closures. If you haven't seen your state, go and see it. Yes. Big fans it's honestly of Australia. the only thing you can do anyway. Like I was just talking to Ash as well about how, you know, I'm up north and the natural thing is to just cross the border. And I'm like, oh, like I technically could because I've been out of Sydney for two weeks. But then I was like, you just don't know what's going to happen at any point. And it's just exhausting cancelling things. So I'm just staying in New South Wales. Um, That's what I'm doing. But you're going back to work. Yeah. I feel like you've you've really you've have you had enough beach time because you're obviously a very beach person. Yes. Well, not really. I mean, we kind of got ripped off of summer, didn't we? There was not much. not much sun to be had, but hey, look, there are bigger fish to fry. So it was still a nice rest. Sometimes. Do you feel like you had like a romantic summer holiday? <laughs> I think a romantic summer holiday, sure. I mean, yeah, we, we, I hung out with Clatch and for some of it, and the rest was spent with my lovely grandparents, which was, I would say, less romantic. That's more wholesome, let's say. Very wholesome, a very wholesome, <laughs> very wholesome holiday. How about you? Um, Did you have any summer lovers? Oh, now? no, no. I've had a very un, 
romantic and kind of a welcome, welcomely unromantic, a welcome unromantic summer holiday. I feel like I did think I was going to go away and be kind of sad the whole time because I got dumped, inverted inverted commas, dumped. You know, I keep saying inverted commas dumped because I'm like, I'm very much aware that I was not dumped. I was sort of a thing that I was into fizzled. But it's like, why would I say constantly a thing that I was into fizzled? It's just so many words. I'll just say dumped. But then it's like, I think that someone is going to listen that knows what I'm talking about and is going to be like, she's delusional. I'm not delusional. It's just easier to say dumped. The end. (laughs) There's my disclaimer. Listeners, there's Mel's disclaimer. (laughs) I feel like we should just be allowed to say dumped even when what we really mean is just that something fizzled that we were into because it's the same fucking feeling. So let's just use that word for everything. But I thought I'd be sad and like mopey and it would ruin Mm -hmm. my time away, but then it didn't really. And once you're away, you're just sort of a bit like compartmentalized and I was a bit more like, well, I'm just having a nice time at the beach. But something wild is happening today, which I didn't tell you before because I wanted your full reaction on the podcast for everyone to enjoy, Um, which is that – I am meeting up with my very, very, very first boyfriend who I haven't seen in like, I think I haven't seen him in like 15 years, hey. Like I've not seen him in a very long time. Wait, is this the guy Um, that starts with W? No, no. This is a different guy. Um, This is my first boyfriend ever. And we, yeah, we just haven't seen each other in a really long time, but he lives up here and it was just one of those weird things where he messaged, we messaged like very sporadically over the years, but me and my sister were just talking about something like a time that he was involved in. And we're like, Oh, I wonder what he's doing right now. And then I sort of messaged and was like, Hey, like I'm going to be up in Byron. If you're around, I don't know if you still live there. And he does. And so that's fucking weird. And I'm like equal parts. Like I'm keen. Cause it's like, I haven't seen this person in ages. And you know, when you feel like, excited to hear what they've been up to slash tell them what you've been up to because it's been so fucking long. But then on the other hand, it's kind of terrifying because it's just this person you haven't seen in such a long time. So, yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Is this a date? Well, no, I definitely no, don't. No, 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 no. Like we, I wouldn't, I couldn't even, he could be married. Like I wouldn't even fucking know. So I don't think it's a date. I think it's definitely catch up. Um, but, you know, we'll report back on Listeners, how it goes yes. and whether we it hear is about it. chaotic or what's going on. But, yeah, so that's, that's probably the only remotely, even in the ballpark of romantic thing that is happening to me. Catching so. up with your first boyfriend. <laughs> Who may or may not that's be married. That's where it's at, guys. That's where it's at. <laughs> The bar is on the floor. Oh, yet again. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, I mean, that's pretty much it in terms of stuff. But tell everyone what we're doing today. Okay, so today we are talking about something called Baggage Light. So it's capital B, <laughs> capital L-I-T-E. We have coined this term So Baggage Light is, it's not when it's the big stuff. So yeah. It's maybe if they have like the occasional Siggy or maybe they have a dog that is they own with their ex. Mm-hmm. That's kind of baggage light. Whereas like big baggage is like 
they still live in the same house as their divorced wife. Yes. Or like you've got kids or I feel like big baggage is stuff that is like quite a big deal both for Omnipresent. you and potentially for your partner and in dating. And I and we were kind of talking about this. We actually recorded this episode and we did all baggage and then we sort of finished and we were like, mm, we don't really feel like we have like the authority to talk to what it's like dating when you have kids or like what you should do if, you know, you're um, – yeah, like living in the same house as your partner who you're separating from. Like we don't we don't have that experience, so we'll get people on to talk about that instead of And I think Mel, that's something worth noting here, just a quick aside, as we are a hundred percent not experts, we are big, <laughs> big supporters of going and, you know, getting a little bit of a second opinion from a professional. This podcast is just meant to be Two gals chatting, chewing the fat about dating, less so yes. than professional With advice. Our very That's the caveat. You know, I feel like we've had a lot of experience, but then we all sort of really do the right thing a lot. Case in point, me last week in last week's episode, I already talked about how I blocked and then unblocked people that had dumped me, which you is a massive no-no. Here. So massive honestly, no-no. you can't trust us, but you can listen to us. But Totally. Um, so yes, back to light, the baggage. Baggage light. I also feel like if you wanted to visualize it, Baggage is like a big suitcase, you know? Baggage light is like your little carry bag. Like your duffel, duffel. Weekender. This is like duffel baggage. So it's it's stuff to me that, you know, you probably need to bring up with someone that you're dating. You definitely want to bring it up with someone that you're dating at some point. But it's not necessarily it, – it's like it could be a deal breaker, but it could not. And you're sort of nervous about it, but you're also like – it's not something that you put in your dating profile or that you, you know, specifically bring up on the first date. And it's kind of like, how do you bring that up? When do you bring that up? Do you have any obligations? And that's what we wanted to talk through today. Um, but I've had experience with this, which was that years ago, I actually, basically, I didn't lose my virginity till I was 26. Mm-hmm. And so I was dating for like a year before I boned someone essentially and it was really hard to kind of work out when and how to bring that up because obviously sex isn't everything but in adult relationships often you get to a point where both people just assume that you know or one party assumes that you're gonna fuck and I was more in the camp of like I'm not opposed to it but I'm probably yep. gonna need a bit more time than say your I average do now. Joe to yeah. jump into bed. So it was kind of this awkward thing. And I, um, the first guy that I actually ended up sleeping with, I was kind of like five weeks into dating. And I sort of, we'd been on about five dates in five weeks. And I went, I was talking to my sister and I was like, I think I've got to tell him now. Cause it was been a bit of a slow burn, but it's starting to feel like it's moving more toward like exclusive relationship zone. And, you know, I can sense that he keeps kind of implying, like, do you want to come back to my house and all of that. So I and I ended up doing everything wrong, Ash. Everything that we shouldn't do with baggage Shocking. light is that I made it really intense. And <laughs> I basically, like, at the end of a date, I, st- I stopped him as we were walking home or he was walking me back to my place. And I was like, I've got to tell you something. Um, and it's kind of maybe a bit of a big deal. And he looked 
white as a sheet. I swear he looked like he had seen a ghost. And then he was like, what, what is it? And then I was like, oh, like, I just, I haven't slept with anyone before. So I'm a virgin. And he, (laughs) it was so funny because like the weekend before I'd been up in Queensland on like a girl's weekend and whatever. And he goes, oh shit, that is that all? And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, what oh, else I would it you be? Were tell me. Well, he thought I was, I was going to tell him that I'd inverted commas, like cheated on him in the Gold Coast. And I was like, wait, we're not exclusive. Like I didn't do anything in the Gold Coast, but like what? And then that was, the, it ended up turning into the, are we exclusive conversation, which was totally oh. weird. But the point being is the whole thing could have just been like much more chill. Um, and so that's my experience with baggage light. Have you ever had an experience with baggage light? Well, not not so much that I have had anything that I've had to bring up on an early date. I feel like as well baggage light for me has been like if I know one of their mates and mm. or, or I've dated one of their friends and sort of had to bring that up, I feel quite early in the date, just drop their name in to make sure that that's kind of covered off if we have you you know if there's been a mutual sort of some dating pool going on then that's the times when I've brought it up but yeah not really and that's another thing is I think there's so many levels to when you have to bring up this and we're saying baggage in like a very um what would you say a very we're approaching it with a very nice tone. It's not yeah. so much, um, you know, if your kid's divorced, whatever, everyone's got a story to tell. It's baggage and your personal shit can also be into, what's the word? Well, I guess what you're saying is like it's not a negative to have things. No, it's not a negative about, because we like, all have like the baggage, but the term baggage is very heavily loaded. Has yes. a lot of negative connotations attached to it. And some listeners might be like, my kids aren't baggage or my yeah, no, no, chat no, I have no. with an ex isn't baggage. No, it's just more like, yeah, it's just the kind of colloquial term for anything that is something that you feel you need to tell someone before you start dating them or at some point in the process of dating them. And we all have that. Like, I'm sorry, but you can't be over the age of like 18 at this point and not have something that you are like, I'm going to have to bring this up at some point. And you know, it's really funny, Ash, what you said about having dated their friends or mutual friends. I also have that with, if you know their ex or your ex is one of their friends. I've had that so many times. Why does this keep happening to me? Shout out, Sydney. I have had – just shout out to Sydney. Like I feel like if you're dating in – if you're kind of living in a city that you've lived in a long time or a town that you've lived in a long time, the chance that you go on a date with somebody and they have some sort of connection to an ex or you have a connection to their ex is high. And I am of the opinion bringing that shit up early and casually is way better than if you know it and you don't say anything and you make it weird and then it becomes an elephant in the room, especially if you're like me. I cannot keep shit internalized. Like I cannot keep a secret if it's my secret. If it is my own secret, I need to fucking tell you. I will vomit it out of my mouth at some point. Loudly and fast. Yes. And I've done that every time. I don't, I'm so fucked. Again, what you should never do. Do not have 
10 beers and then go, this is the best best time to bring this up. That's not the time. You need to go maybe like two beers in, I think, is the sweet spot where you're tipsy and you're confident and you can say it casually and confidently without making it weird. But you don't want to tip over into drunk bitch territory, which is what I always do. And then I get so wasted and then I th- I just go, I like lean in really close to their face and I say something something like, oh my God, I have to tell you that I looked on your Facebook. Oh, I here just it is. like found it. I found your Facebook and then I looked on it. This is me I'm, I'm doing an impression of me being drunk, by the way. And like your best friends with my ex-boyfriend. How weird is that? Oh. <laughs> Don't do that. Oh. I did. I've yeah. done that. Yes, and that's <laughs> another. I think <laughs> when you have something to tell someone who you're sitting across from, I guess the hard and fast rules are sort of maybe don't do it too far down the line. So if it's important, you want to be in a clear state of mind when you tell that person the important piece of information. You don't want to be too you know, tipsy, it'll come out wrong. We all know when you've, and also you don't want to build it up too much in your head because instead of enjoying the date, you're just thinking, oh shit, when's there going to be a gap in the conversation so I can actually tell this sort of, you know, piece of information. But see, that's why I reckon the sweet spot is tipsy, not drunk, but tipsy. Because I think if you're sober is when you overthink it and you're like, I've got to find this gap. And then you're like, look like you're thinking and makes the mood really intense. Like you don't want it to be the be all and end all of your, first or second date you know like you want it to just be something that just flows in there yeah and I think the only way you can do that is when like oh, look if you're not a drinker obviously this does not apply to you no of course and, no, no, you no. know I drink like a fish so this is what I would do is I generally think the sweet spot is a couple of drinks and then that's your moment to just go in there with it but in a casual way i i feel like all of what i'm saying is not what i do in real life but <laughs> as with all things i really believe in that i really do feel passionately about bringing this shit up on the first date i'm sorry i'm putting it out there i'm, I'm dying on this hill which i don't normally do on this podcast ash but i do really feel strongly about this if you got shit that you just need to get like i'm you know i'm a firm believer in put all your stuff on your dating profile do not give a a rose tinted yeah do not yeah do not sell the dream of you just sell you as you and put it all out there if you've got kids put it in your profile if you you know if you're going overseas in six months for an indefinite amount of time put it in there because better off going on a date with someone that's cool with all of that than having to go through the whole rigmarole of going on a date and then telling them something like that and then they piss off or go weird on you or whatever. It just makes it shit for everyone, especially for you, I feel. So, you know, that's my opinion on that. So my opinion on duffel bag levels of baggage that you have, just the stuff that you want to say, is just get it fucking out of the way on the first date because then it's kind of out there and the first date is such a sort of get-to-know-you time that really anything goes. Like it kind of, you know... I personally, unless it's been a really big thing, haven't ever been put off by someone on a first date telling me the little shit 
because it's kind of like I'm just getting to know you anyway. And I usually give it a second date to see if I'm, there's really a vibe. So I feel like that's kind of the best point to just drop it into conversation casually and then you've done it, you know? Whereas I think when you wait, the more you wait, the more like kind of weighted that information becomes because you've taken time before you've brought it up. So then you have to go, oh, by the way, you know, don't you think? Well, until I guess as well on the first date, I'm obviously not as invested if they take the news poorly. So yes, totally. Um, you're like, you're you a know. dick. See you later. Yeah. Like there's been times when I've been dating and haven't been drinking. So I've had times, you know, I had a year off drinking a few years ago. And if I would, that we'd go to bar and I'm, like, oh, I'm just going to have a water if they, I'm, I'm not really drinking at the moment. And if they reacted really weirdly to that, really poorly and pushy, I was like, okay, I'm just going to enjoy the rest of this date. But like in my mind, this, like that, that, in inverted commas, like baggage of light of mine that I don't really drink at the moment is like made sure that I know you're not really like it, sh- it shows a lot about someone's personality, their reaction to something you tell them. And of course totally. we all, re- we, we all can react a bit um, off kilter sometimes, but by and large, if you drop in the conversation that, you know, you're, you're, um, you know, foster care for your cousins and they live at the house for the next year and they get really weird about that you're like well do I actually even want to pursue someone who gets weird about you like caring for family members that kind of thing oh totally and also if it's yeah like I guess that's what I mean like with anything that matters to you in some way Mm. or you know is part of your life you want to be dating someone that's like cool with it and if you don't want to be dating, like if, you, if you're like, well, I don't ever want them to know about this thing, then I think you have to accept that that relationship will always be on a casual level because you can't fully be open and honest with them. And that's okay too. Like it's totally cool. It's like kind of like, I again, controversial opinions just coming out of the wazoo today from me. Hey, hey, hey. Here's another controversial opinion. I don't think if you're fucking off overseas – that you need to tell someone unless you – wait, 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 wait. Okay. I would not be pissed if I was very casually seeing someone who on purpose kept it very casual, never gave me the impression that they were getting serious with me, were very much like, oh, yeah, it's cool hanging out with you. I'm having a good time hanging out with you, but just to let you know, like I'm probably not looking for anything serious. You don't need to fucking say – I'm going away in in six months or whatever, if you are upfront about the level of commitment you can give that person, you know? But you're looking at me like... (laughs) Those people are never upfront about the level they can give to a person because they want you to be... They want to keep something on the run (laughs) until they check their phone and go in the Uber app to the airport. They want to have you over the night before for a Ronnie. You know, they want to have it. They want to cake and eat it too. I have spoken about this on the podcast. I don't do casual well. They're like, come over at 11 and leave by one. I just think if someone is doing that, then they are doing it with their own agenda. No, because because like I've been – I think it's like, I mean, this is like a whole other combo about being casual, but 
as a cliff's notes of my opinion on casual, mm. I think it's totally cool, but it has to be incredibly fucking clear. Like you cannot be out here playing girlfriend or boyfriend experience. Casual is never someone. clear though. It is clear. Casual I've been is casual never clear. shit. Casual is clear, and we're gonna we're gonna argue this out in oh another episode that is all about casual, um, because I'm very passionate about casual shit. But in saying that, okay. We're going to d- agree to disagree here because like, you're okay, definitely not okay. going to come around to me on this one. But nope. I just really do feel like it's okay if you don't want to tell someone your stuff. But I think if you don't want to tell someone your stuff, it's probably the ethical thing to do is to keep that relationship casual. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> because everyone's stuff is part of who they are. So if you're not telling someone else about it, you're not fully opening yourself up to a relationship. And then I think like if I were me and I were dating a guy and he, you know, didn't tell me he uh, was living with his ex, your example of living with Mm. someone, like living with his ex while he's like going through a really long-term relationship breakdown. Um, And he didn't tell me that until like, three months in or two months in or whatever and I'd gotten invested I would feel really betrayed because that to me is important information that I probably needed to know at some point earlier on to make your full decision yeah to, to go hang on a minute because that to me would be a potential red flag to be watching out for kind of it's something I would want to know to go oh okay, not necessarily a deal breaker because fuck it, your relationship ended for a reason Mm. and, you know, I'm a big girl. I can go into this relationship with this guy who's dealing with some shit and see how it goes, but I would want to know about it and I would probably want to know about it in the first couple of dates, you know? Yeah, yeah, because you need all the information to make a decision. It's like when you're buying a shirt, you need to know the colour, the size, the postage. The where price. the shop is. Where the store is. <laughs> Does like, the shirt I mean, have a dog with their ex-girlfriend? Yeah, because want to know that. <laughs> I need to know that will factor into my decision making. And on a date, you are making micro decisions and micro judgments back to back to back to back to back. And yep. then we seem to inhibit that on the date with alcohol. Yes. And that makes your decision-making and judgments a little bit harder to gain clarity around. So I think it's already hard enough to get clarity. So you need all the facts so that your margarita adult brain can sort of, you know, make the decisions as best it can. And it's like, fuck, like, I know we talk all the time about you have to be vulnerable to date, right? And we back it. Like 100%. That's, it. Some, that's something we don't disagree on, guys. No. Um, is that you need to be vulnerable. Yes. But it's like you said, we're all still trying not to get hurt. Like no one wants to just walk straight into a fire pit of ash and destruction no. just because like for fun. Like we're not fucking out here going to the pub so that we can get our heart pummeled into a million pieces every single week. So it's kind of like whatever you can do to give the person that you're on a date with a clear picture without making it intense. And I think that just comes down to, to be honest, being brave and backing yourself. Because at the end of the day, like we said, 
baggage is not a negative thing. It's just been something that's been drilled into us that this has to be a negative thing. But the thing is, if someone can't accept your shit, whatever it may be, they're not right for you. And the person, like, unless you're a serial killer, okay, Mm. (laughs) like, there's obviously some baggage that is going to just flat out be a red flag across the board, okay? You love Murdering people is probably one of those. I'm going to put it out. Being rude to waiters, that's another one. I don't think anybody out here really likes a person that is a piece of shit to people that are just doing their job. In hospitality, no. Yeah. Um, you know, but then, you know, all, all that other kind of baggage light stuff is pretty much just things that for a select group of people potentially may be a deal breaker. But for somebody who is vibing you, it's probably not going to be. And if it were, like you said, Ash, it's not right for you anyway. So I think you exactly. really need to back yourself and like, not look at your stuff like this big, you know, large five-day trek backpack and look at it more as like the little duffel bag that you're just like, oh, this thing? Yeah, that's a thing. Like those little country road duffels we used to take to sleepovers. Yes, exactly. Like a cool oh, yeah. 90s country road duffel. Yeah. The, the thing that every, you know, like, and kids wanted those. So they were cool, if anything, man. it was kind of like cool. But, um, yeah, but I, I definitely – look, I, I feel like you are gently disagreeing with me on the have a few beers and then bring it up advice, and that's yes. okay. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. But So this is this is an episode of, of lots of conflicting advice, but – Yes, but, I mean, look, there's, all, there's always going to be Nels in this world and Ashes yeah. in this world. Yes, and I feel exactly. like, listeners, there are plenty of times when you guys have disagreed with uh, what we've said, and there's been plenty of times that you've agreed. Exactly. So we, we agree to disagree. This is not an echo chamber here. Like we're no, all no, no, no. coming with our no. own opinions. But I love that. But I think, look, I'm not opposed to your, like I said, if you're not a drinker, obviously you're not going to wait till you've had a couple of beers. But like I'm having one beer right now and I've increasingly gotten spicier over this conversation, I feel, and a little bit slurry because I'm a real lightweight. And this is probably the time where I'd be bringing up my baggage light and I'd be saying, hey, by the way, crazy how we both know blah blah that's my ex-boyfriend and then it's just out there and look to be honest my personality is a little bit chaotic anyway so I feel like it's not that weird for me to bring that up I've probably brought up weirder shit in this conversation before that like I love murder not I'm not a murderer guys I just am interested in true crime but it usually comes out as I love murder which isn't really the way you want to frame that no um when you're on a date and yes no and i I guess a penchant for for true crime podcasts and hosting one Mm. is not necessarily baggage light that's just a fun fact about you but like it is a fun fact about me but again this is also a really good point ash actually because we spend so much time thinking about oh no like i have a dog with my ex or Mm. oh no like um i'm divorced or whatever and we spend so much time worrying about those things and how they're going to affect this date. But actually every single thing that comes out of your mouth can affect the date. And that's how it should be because you're getting to know somebody. So I could say to someone, oh yeah, I'm really into true crime. I'm fucking fascinated by it. I watch all the documentaries. I listen to all the podcasts and they might be someone that's like, that's really fucking weird. I'm not into that. 
and that could be their deal breaker. And that's just a fun fact about me. So a fun fact about you could be someone's deal breaker and vice versa. You could be on a date and this person's like, I like the Big Bang Theory. And you're like, holy shit, I cannot go out with that someone who watches sucks. the Big Bang. Literally my opinion. Uh, that's me. That's a analogy of my life there is that I – not an analogy. What am I talking about? That's a literal thing that happened. I'm pretty sure someone once did say that to me on a date or on a dating app. And I was like, mm, Ciao, Bella. this one's not for me. And that's okay. And it's okay if you like the Big Bang Theory. I can't believe I have to say this, but what I'm saying is everything's fine except murdering people. So, but everything's fine, but not everything is going to be cool with every other person that you go out with. And it all kind of comes down to like compatibility on all the different levels, like experience and, you know. And totally. And often the biggest baggage light, in inverted commas, that has sort of been a hindrance to my dating life was that I was looking to meet a partner. Yes. And oh, my God. The biggest, the biggest one. of baggage light. The biggest light. one. Is the biggest of baggage light. It's like, like a serious I was, relationship. I was crucified <laughs> time and time and time again. Hey, I don't think that um, I'm like – what you're looking for. Hey, I don't think I can give you what you're looking for. And I'm just like, okay, well then great. And that's the biggest baggage light is like, I would put it out there that I was like, no, you know, if they're like, how long have you been on Tinder? I'm like, oh, you know, I've been dating a while, like getting pretty over it, pretty keen to like sort of, you know, sort something soon, that kind of dialogue. Yes. And oftentimes in a couple of, um, you know, I'd get the message the next day or a couple of dates later saying, hey, yeah, no, I'm not looking to meet anyone which is yeah. fine. And I would just drop that in casually. That was my sort of recurring baggage light. Which was, And again, then don't you baggage. feel like, no, but it's not, but it's, I think that's the thing with baggage light is it's, it's not baggage in the, you know, way that we have it from books and movies and stuff. It's just stuff. elements of your life, experiences, um, you know, stuff in your past, stuff in your present that, kind of needs to be brought up because it's important to you or it has an impact on you and therefore yeah. could have an impact on the person that you're dating or could impact whether you want to date that person, you know? And I think if we reframe, as we love to do, reframing things, it from being, mm. oh, God, if I say this, it's going to push them away. Run. to Yeah, exactly. To if they run away because of this, they weren't right for me anyway and I don't want to be with them like that's really what it comes down to you don't want to be with someone who has a fucking issue with you wanting a relationship because you're going to end up in some shitty casual thing like Ash is talking about like she hates when you don't want to do casual that's what will happen to you if you don't bring it up right so I mean it's not gonna sorry that's not definitely what's going to happen to you but you have a higher chance it's a higher chance and how many of us have had that as their baggage light that they're looking to meet someone and they've been stuck in these reoccurring situationships, which they're like, I don't oh, want to be in. Whereas if you just like put it out there at the front of the union at the start of this courtship, hey, and it doesn't have to be like, I just want to let you know I'm looking for a relationship. It just has to be like, oh, man, yeah, I've been on the apps for a while. I'm getting pretty over them, eh? Like just something, a little allude. You can allude to it. Yes, like I think because we have really not given any clear advice in this episode whatsoever, as per usual, <laughs> I think that's a really good point is like you don't have to like state it like, 
you know, as a sentence that you don't you've need practiced to stop at them just in the allude street. to it. Yeah, you don't need to stop them in yeah. the street and tell them you're a virgin. <laughs> I'm a virgin. <laughs> just Under like if street. someone looks at me as I'm walking back in when I was 26. Virgin. And I'd be like, I'm a virgin. I'm so sorry. It's like, you know, those guys that you'd like chat to. Everyone's had this experience, I swear. I don't know if this happens outside of heterosexuality. And I feel like possibly it doesn't because I just think straight men sometimes, what are they, you know? But basically, <laughs> you know, when you were just like having a normal conversation, like you're at a party or something and there's some guy oh, that yes. is in a group, you're not even one-on-one, you're in a group and you just direct a question at them or you just like are including them in the conversation because you're like in the conversation with them, right? Yeah, you're like, did and you they... watch Neighbours or Home and Away as a kid? Like a simple yeah. non-offensive And then what do question. they say? Oh, yeah. No, my girlfriend watched Neighbours as a kid. And you're like, <laughs> why? What? why are you doing this? Like, my man, I'm literally just trying to loop you into the combo. I really don't care about her. What is got this? I like, why? great. Do you want a medal? Do you want a medal for being? <laughs> Congratulations. In an exclusive you have a relationship. <laughs> Sweet. Great. Okay. And then it's it's so jarring that I'm just like, Oh my god! I literally tip my drink on the floor, and I'm like, "Better get a refill." Like, I just don't. Even now, with a boyfriend, I hate that when people say it to me because I'm never going to say back, "Oh yes, my boyfriend." I'm literally just going to be like, "I'll shut this down and walk away from you." It's the most fucking bizarre thing. I just it's so bizarre. I don't understand how that started, but I swear oh. it is an exclusively straight male thing. It's not. I mean, please tell us in the group if you are like lesbian or gay or bi and you've seen this happen outside of straight men i need to know about it because i've only seen it happen with straight and men i've I never would, seen a woman do it i've never I seen a straight never woman do it in my life do it we like if i'm talking to a guy i would never say and we were just talking about apples and oranges i would never say i've got a boyfriend the only Unless- time I would potentially do it is if they were, like, touching the small of my back and, like, slowly moving their hand down and saying very clearly sexual innuendo, innuendo. Then maybe I would casually bring it up at some point. But, like, I'm not doing that if they're just asking me what my favorite episode of The Simpsons is. No. Oh, my favorite episode? That. That's the one that my boyfriend likes. It's <laughs> and they're like, cool. So whatever. Treehouse of Horrors one. <laughs> yeah, you're like, okay, sweet. Yeah, again, I just- and my boyfriend went as one of the aliens one year. And did you know that my boyfriend actually has seen all the Simpsons episodes? Did you know that? <laughs> Great, good for him. Fucking hate that. Hate it. Oh. Oh my god! But anyway, please come tell us about that if you have known anything about that. But on the topic of what we're actually talking about (laughs) yes come to our facebook jeans and a nice top podcast you just search it on facebook um you can join and you can talk to us in there we're always in there yes or follow us on instagram which is jeans and a nice top underscore pod yep or you can email us jeans and a nice top dot podcast at gmail.com and we also really want your solicited advice questions, which is our mini-sode that we do where you guys send us your own story mm-hmm. and ask us for an opinion on what's going on or if you have a mm-hmm. specific question. Um, you can't just send us a story with no it question. It needs a question. Or, it needs, there needs to be a question, even if the question is, Correct. am I fucked or is this person fucked or... 
should I dump them? Any of those questions, fine. No question, we can't use it. So basically anything else goes needs a cue. Um, But, yeah, uh, hit us up. And thanks Thanks for for joining us for another week, guys. Bye.